So you've just transitioned to a plant-based diet and you want to make sure you are getting adequate nutrition. Are you getting enough protein? What about iron and calcium? In today's episode, we do a deep dive into the key nutrition concerns many people have when transitioning to a plant-based diet and how to address them if necessary. Do you want to eat more plants and less meat but don't know where to start? You're in the right place. Welcome to More Plants Made Easy, where we explore fun and practical ways to eat more plants and less meat. I'm your host, Christiana. I'm a plant-forward registered dietitian, culinary expert, owner of Gazi Nutrition, and founder of the Plant Forward Playbook Nutrition Coaching Program. In this episode, we cover which nutrients plants are naturally rich in, and the nutrients that many people worry that they cannot get enough of on a plant-based diet, including protein, vitamin B12, vitamin D, calcium, and iron, and we discuss tips to meet your needs. Let's talk about the nutrients that plant-based foods are naturally rich in. Here's a few examples. Potassium, which is a mineral, is found in tomatoes, potatoes, avocados, and bananas, just to name a few plant-based foods. A diet high in potassium and low in sodium, which plant-based diets usually are, help to maintain a healthy blood pressure, which supports optimal heart health. Magnesium is another mineral involved in heart health and blood sugar control, and it's found in abundance in leafy greens, dark chocolate, and nuts. Magnesium is actually at the center of the chlorophyll molecule, which I always think is a fun little nutrition factoid. Vitamin D is a vitamin that's also an antioxidant that protects our body from the damaging effects of inflammation and supports immune system health. And lucky for us, nuts, plant oils, and avocado are a good source of vitamin E. Plant sterols and plant stanols are substances that are similar to chlorophyll cholesterol. They're found in plant oils, soy, nuts, and grains, and actually help boost our heart health when consumed in place of animal fats so or saturated fats. Flavonoids are compounds found in plants that protect them from the dangers in their environment. In turn, they may have health-promoting effects on our human cells. That's pretty amazing, right? Anthocyanidins are flavonoids that contribute red, blue, and purple color to fruits and veggies. Plant-forward diets are rich in fiber because plants like whole grains, legumes, and beans, nuts and seeds are especially rich in fiber. Fruits and vegetables also contain fiber. If you're not familiar with what fiber is, it is a complex carbohydrate that we do not digest. Fiber is an incredibly important nutrient for health. It supports the growth of good bacteria in the gut, which has a wide variety of health-promoting benefits. An adequate fiber intake supports good digestion, healthy cholesterol, strong heart health, and a possible reduction in certain cancers. The daily Recommendations for fiber intake are 38 grams for men and 25 grams for women. And most people do not get enough fiber. Here's a couple of examples to help put that into perspective. So in a half a cup of lentils, you get about 10 grams, nine and a half grams of fiber. 
and one small pear, you get four grams of fiber. As you start to eat more plants, you're going to naturally increase your fiber intake, which is a good thing, right? We just talked about all the health benefits of fiber. The dark side of fiber is that although it can promote regularity, it can also potentially increase your risk for constipation. And the reason for that is a lot of people will increase their fiber and not increase their liquid intake. So whenever you include more fiber in your diet, you need to drink more water. Your water or unsweetened beverages helps your body adjust to the increase in fiber and that will help together, that will help promote regularity. All right, let's talk about protein. I think I will probably do a separate episode just for protein because it's such a common question that I guarantee you, you will get when you transition to a plant-based diet. So the truth is, is that we're a little protein obsessed here in the United States. We care a lot more about how much protein people are getting than how much fiber they're getting, even though fiber is more directly related to health outcomes than protein is. But that's a whole other conversation. Um, most of us need 0.8 grams of protein per kilogram of body. Of course, there's variability in this based on age, your chronic disease status, level of, of physical activity, or if you're pregnant or lactating. You can, by all means, get enough protein on a plant-based diet if you consume a variety of plant-based proteins, such as soy products, grains, beans, nuts and seeds, and even vegetables. I think people are surprised to learn that all foods contain protein. Protein is the building block in life of life. Everything that was once living has protein in it. So plant-based proteins are often labeled as a lesser quality protein because of their proportions of amino acids, which are the molecules that make up protein. But this becomes a non-issue if you simply eat a variety of foods. Let's talk about the micronutrients of concern on a plant-based diet. So let's talk about the micronutrients of concern on a plant-based diet. And when I say of concern, I simply mean that these are micronutrients that tend to be more naturally or readily found in animal-based products. That does not mean that we can't get them on a plant-based diet. It just takes some consideration and some thought to make sure that you're getting enough. The first one is vitamin B12. B12 is very important. It helps make red blood cells, supports heart health, and is required for proper nerve function. The snag with B12 for people that are following a primarily plant-based diet is that B12 only exists naturally in animal products. So you may be at risk for vitamin B12 deficiency if you do not consume any animal products and are not taking a B12 sub. So if you are incorporating animal products, whether that's dairy, eggs, or meat, or seafood into your diet on a regular basis, at least a couple times a week, you may be fine. 
um, but you may need a you may need a supplement. So that's one of the things that I work with my clients on in the Plant Forward Playbook Nutrition Coaching Program is to just see how many B12 containing foods they're eating, so we can discuss whether or not supplementation may be recommended. Vitamin D. Vitamin D is a hormone-like vitamin involved in many important biological processes. It's important for bone health because it helps regulate calcium and phosphorus levels, and it's also required for proper immune function and influences cell growth and development. Vitamin D is most abundantly found in seafood and fortified dairy. Mushrooms are the only naturally occurring plant-based source of vitamin D. So when the UV light from the sun hits our skin, it transforms vitamin D into its active form so the vitamin can do its job. And there's a growing concern that many Americans, regardless of what type of diet they follow, are at risk for vitamin D insufficiency or deficiency. And this risk increases based on a variety of factors, including skin color and where you live. Plant-based eaters may be at a higher risk for vitamin D insufficiency because vitamin D tends to be found, is found more readily in animal products. So some tips to increase, to boost your chances of getting enough vitamin D. You want to get 10 minutes of time outside daily, preferably in the sun. I'm not going to tell you not to wear sunscreen, but you want to be getting the sun on your skin so your body can transform that UV light into the active form of vitamin D. If you are planning to incorporate meat or animal products into your plant-based diet, then I definitely recommend eating seafood two times a week. If you do that, you're most likely gonna get your vitamin D very readily. Include mushrooms and vitamin D fortified foods into your diet. If you're still concerned, talk to your doctor or dietitian about vitamin D supplements. Calcium. You may have heard that plant-based diets do not provide enough calcium. But that's not the case. Calcium is important because it forms bones and teeth and maintains a healthy blood pressure, among many other functions in our body. You can get enough calcium in a plant-based diet by including leafy greens, things like bok choy, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, collard greens, kale, and mustard greens have abundance of calcium. Spinach and Swiss chard contain other compounds that make calcium less absorbable. Of course, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't eat spinach or Swiss chard, but just know that your calcium is going to come more from the bok choy, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, etc. Calcium is also found in beans, almonds, fortified dairy, whether it's traditional dairy that's been fortified with even more calcium or plant-based dairy that's fortified with calcium and other calcium fortified products like orange juice cereals and tofu whenever you buy tofu that's a great opportunity as a plant-based eater to get calcium in so always buy you don't often hear me say always (laughs) but I recommend looking for calcium fortified tofu iron Iron is a mineral that helps carry oxygen through our through our blood. That's very important. It essentially helps us breathe. 
Plant-based sources of iron include lentils, vegetables, and iron-fortified foods. Animal-based sources of iron are red meat, poultry, and fish. There are two types of iron, heme and non-heme. Heme is what helps make hemoglobin, the molecule that carries oxygen in our blood. Animal products are the best source of heme iron. So if you're including animal products as part of your plant-based diet on a regular basis, you're definitely setting yourself up for success with your iron status. You can most likely get enough iron in your diet by including a variety of iron containing plant-based foods. So additionally, vitamin C helps us absorb non-heme iron. And luckily, vitamin C is abundant in plant-based foods like peppers, kiwi, broccoli, and citrus. So if you eat a variety of both iron and vitamin C sources, your needs will likely be met. Omega-3 fatty acids. Omega-3 fatty acids are essential, essential nutrients. This means our bodies cannot make them and we must get them from our food. And they help form the membrane of our cells and they have a variety of important anti-inflammatory properties in our body. Plant-based sources of omega-3 fatty acids include flaxseed, walnuts, plant oils, chia seeds, and algae and sea greens. The type of omega-3, ALA, found in plant foods is not as effective in terms of health promotion as the types found in fish, which are EPA and DHA. So if you consume fish as part of your plant-based diet on a regular basis, two times a week is the recommendation, your diet also includes plant oils and nuts, then it's likely that you're getting enough omega-3 fatty acids. Supplements should be considered though if you are not, if that's not your dietary pattern. And algae forms of omega-3 supplements are available for vegetarians. So your call to action for this episode is if you are thinking about transitioning to a plant-based diet, my Plant Forward Playbook Nutrition Coaching Program could be a great fit for you. We go into depth on all of this nutrition education and even more ensuring that your nutrition plan is aligned with your health goals and what you need to succeed. So click the link in the show notes to book a discovery call with me today. Thanks for spending this time with me. Enjoy your food and I'll see you next time.